This podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Okay. Bottom line, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Ernest, E R N E S T, at manscaped.com. Shaving my pubes used to just absolutely be a disaster. Whether it was, you know, back in the day, just straight razor, trying to get trying to get all crystal smooth down there. Or when you're just trying to manage a problem and, and you use the old the hair clippers. Let's say you got a disaster going on down there. Let's say it's a jungle. I don't need you to worry about it though, because you're gonna grab the lawnmower 3.0, which is one of the most high-tech pieces of equipment on the market today, period. Elon Musk was pissed because Tesla wanted it and Manscaped wouldn't sell it out to Tesla. But it's that good. It's got an LED light on it. You can shave in the dark. Power goes out, doesn't matter. You're going to have clean shave. You just go down there and trim it. And don't worry about nicking your balls. There's no nick at night. There's no nick in the morning. And there's no nick in the afternoon. Not because of the lawnmower 3.0. You're going to have a smooth shave. You're not going to feel it. You could be doing jumping jacks and shaving your balls at the same time. No nicks. Smooth balls, no nicks. Well, as soon as you finish shaving, you're probably thinking, I need a little aftershave piece. Something to go ahead and go ahead and condition the old pack. Well, there's ball conditioner, dude. It's that plain. Ball conditioner. Ball toner. Conditioner. I like I like conditioner maybe better. Ball toner sounds like an exercise. Oh, that's it. Ball deodorant. Manscaped. Seat, uh, crop preserver. That's what it is. With active pH control. So you, your balls ain't going to stink. And it's going to feel good. Nice and smooth. It smells great, honestly. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I sniff my balls sometimes now because they smell good. And then halfway through the day, there's a little spray. I think it's called like the rejuvenator or something. Ch-ch-ch. Keep yourself fresh, dude. Don't just do it for her. Do it for you. Do it for yourself. Go out, run a mile, put your hand in your pants, swipe your balls, smell them, thank me later. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Ernest, E-R-N-E-S-T at manscaped.com. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. A little one You. All right. What's up, my listeners, followers, whatever we decided, not sure. But what's up? It's another week. Um, a lot has changed, but nothing's changed. My boy Mookie just signed a fat deal. $365 million. For either 12 or 13 years, 13 years maybe, 12 years. I think 12 years. Dude, that's insane to me. He gets paid a million dollars a day for a year. I don't know. Good for him, though, dude. And he's walking out to my song. I love my city. I'm gonna be here. You're gonna see. I gotta tell you that you're part of me and I ain't gonna leave you. I'll always be down for my city, yeah, down for my city. I love my city. Now batting for the, now batting for the Dodgers, number 50. 
Mookie Betts. <laughs> Pretty sick. It's going to be in Dodger Stadium. Was in Fenway. Now it's in Dodgers. <laughs> coast to coast. Man, masks. I'm on the fence. Uh, look, I'm not on the fence about coronavirus. I I go back and forth with the mask thing. I, I try to do my part and wear it. Um, like when we go to coffee or whatever in the morning, if I'm inside somewhere, I'm wearing it. Um, don't get walking on the sidewalk wearing a mask or when people are driving their car, like I see somebody in their car with a mask on by themselves in their car. It's like, uh, go ahead and take a, go ahead and let your windows down, take your mask off, breathe a little fresh air for a second instead of, you know, ODing on your breath. Maybe just let the windows down and breathe. <sighs> See what that does? See what that does? I'm already feeling better. Um, Seen a lot of funny things with masks. People don't get it. The concept of a mask, like, right, it's only working when it's covering your nose and your mouth. Period. Also, it technically doesn't work for me because I have a beard but I'm not shaving my beard again anytime soon. Um, but people just think that like employees at target will have a, a terrible mat, like a, a, a ripped off sleeve as a mask and just not covering their nose. And I'm like, you're not doing anything or what's, what's worse is when it's just over your chin and your mouth and your, it's like, Hey, you want to just wear a chin strap? Just wear a chin strap. Don't try to pump fake me with a mask. It's out of dude. The things I've seen. Oh, also, your chin is gross and your neck is gross. So put the mask over your chin and neck and then put it back over your mouth. Now you got gross mouth. So that's on you. This lady the other day, um, I forget where I was. Fuck, where was I? Maybe I went into Dillard's or something. I was getting some Birkenstocks for Delaney. Yeah, that's what it was. An employee, again, literally took her... I watched this happen from like across the way. So I was not exposed. And I had a mask on. You're welcome. This lady took her mask down, pulled it over her chin to sneeze. And then put her mask back. Excuse me, ma'am. Jump. What are you doing? How are you a member of society? How'd you get your driver's license? How did you get this job? To be so ignorant that you take the freaking mask off your face to sneeze and then put it back on. Okay. And that K will come around later in my interview with uh, Matt D'Elia, who's our guest today on the podcast. I've been looking forward to this. Um, we have a good little 15, 20-minute chat. It's over Zoom. Again, screw Zoom, but we got to do how we got to do it. Um, talk a little bit about where the movie industry's going. He's a writer, director. Um, has his own podcast. Matt D'Elia is confused. Listen to it all the time. Love it. If you don't know about it, go listen to it. It's super informative and super funny. And he has this, he has the Church of K. 
which is if you ever hear me or anybody say, okay, okay, it's Matt D'Elia. And he'll explain all that later. But to the lady that took your mask off of your face to sneeze. Okay. Another one. Uh, Playing golf last weekend. Shocker. She, uh, this lady, this lady's probably, I don't know, 65, 70, high risk, (laughs) a little high risk, was walking in, uh, walking into the clubhouse. I'm there getting a transfusion at the bar and the little podium where I guess people come to have their lunch or whatever and be seated, wait to be seated. Uh, she comes up, takes her, pulls her, has her mask on over her nose and mouth. Good citizen takes it off of her nose and mouth to talk to the hostess. So she comes in, covered up. She's walking in. She's walking in, pulls it off of her face. Uh, Yeah, it's just going to be six of us. I called a little earlier. It's just six of us. Puts it back over her face. The lady says something to her. Yeah, that's perfect. Six would be perfect. Now she's walking to her table with her hand on her mask, ready to pull it off to say something again. And I watch. She's going away. She's. I'm watching. She's seated at the table. Oh, this would be perfect. Yeah, just water. I'll just get some water. Thank you so much. Puts it back over her face to say nothing. So, whenever her mouth was closed, and she was emitting practically no germs, or taking any in, for that matter, she had the mask on. But the second she had some... Something to say. She took the mask off. Guess what? The mask does not mute you, lady. Now, I know this is just two examples of women. That's not my fault. I've seen a lot of men doing... I mean, men just don't wear masks for the moment. Uh, I was... Who was it? Oh, dude. John Chris. John Christ? John Christ? I don't know. You know who I'm talking about? Comedian? Um, he was at Waffle House yesterday and, uh, I guess they have like shower curtains dividing the, um, dividing the seats or whatever at Waffle House. Great story. Cause he's, he's just roasting this pretty much. And, he, and uh, so he sets his phone up videoing to get this interaction, which is priceless. You go, he goes, uh, so who's, whose idea was it to do the shower curtains in here? And you hear some guy faintly say in the background, he's like, I think it was corporate. And then another Waffle House worker lady goes, actually, uh, it originated at the Waffle House in Lebanon. And he's like, oh, so we're getting, we're doing our CDC guideline. We're taking advice from the Waffle House in Lebanon. Dude, that's pretty much it, though. And then, uh, oh, man, people were chiming in, in the background. Hold on, let's see if I can... Let me see if it's still up. Bear with me for two seconds. Um, text or whatever you got to do for just a second. I want to look this up. Um, don't text them. Hey, so glad my Wi-Fi is so good in the back of this house. I got such good Wi-Fi in the back of the house. It takes extra long because the Wi-Fi is so good. Couldn't load search results because the Wi-Fi is so good. Come on now. Don't do this to me. Uh, The cook. I think that stupid Antifa organization is getting paid by the Democratic Party. Guy, I wouldn't doubt that. 
Antifa's get paid by the Democrats? I wouldn't doubt that. Stuff's face with Waffle House. Hey, we all know we all know these guys. Some of us are those guys. I guarantee you, somebody listening to me right now is gonna fucking feel a type of way because hit dogs holler. Hey, just whatever. You might be right. I'll tell you what, what coronavirus has done, and the worst thing, I think, is just divided people more than we already were. It's unreal, because now it's all politicized and this and that. It, it shouldn't be that hard. Who cares if you have to wear a mask for a little while? Who cares? It's a little inconvenient, but you know what's really inconvenient? The country's still being shut down because people can't just do that for a minute and chill out. Oh man. Um, sippy mask sent me a mask, uh, shout out sippy mask, which is actually dope because it it's closed, but it has a little magnet. So you can open it. This lady needed it at the clubhouse. She could have just said she could open a little hole, but it's cool. It's cool. You can stick a little straw through if you need to wait till you get, you know, where you're going, but you can open it to take a little sip, uh, or smoke a cigarette, whatever. That's another one, dude. I've seen guys cut holes out of their face mask to to be able to smoke cigarettes. Hey, guess what? You already at high risk, real high risk. Let's go ahead and put a hole in our mask, dude. Oh my God. It's like fucking with a poked hole in your condom. Oh, well, I mean, I I got one on. <laughs> I got one on. It's got a hole in it, but I got one on. That's all that is. That's all it is. It's having sex with someone with a uh, STD. We'll say HIV. It's having sex with someone with HIV um, with a poked hole in your condom. And then some people are walking around just... Just doing it raw dog, dude. Walking into Walmart raw dog. I don't trust it. Anyways, enough about masks. Uh, Hardy album just got announced. You will not believe how many songs I have on this album. Zelch. But one of my favorite songs that exists in the world today is on that album. It's the title track, A Rock. Um... And its sister song, I ran. Just kidding. Um, that was a bad joke. Nah, dude. Y'all are going to see. I guess, you know what? This podcast is coming out Friday, so that's tomorrow. So you're listening to this now, and the Hardy album will be out. And I, I super highly suggest you go listen to it top to bottom because there's gems of songs on there. That's what he does. He writes great songs. Um, I remember when he got done writing a rock, 
it was probably three or four in the morning, Nashville time. I was on St. Thomas, which we call the rock. Um, and I was skipping rocks into the ocean, which would be significant for you to know. It was like six in the morning. He sent it and said, just got done writing this. He had no idea what I was doing, but that's the universe. I was on a rock skipping rocks. And as the song progresses, um, it just keeps unfolding. And I'm like, no way. No way. No way. No way. Oh, my God. No way. Ah, he did it all the way through. So that'll make sense to you. Whenever you hear that and then you come back and and, and listen to this, that'll all make sense. Right now, it's a lot of no ways, but you're going to get it. Oh, man. I think it comes out tomorrow. Or is he just dropping Give Heaven Some Hell? When is... Let's see here. When does the actual album come out? Oh, Give Heaven Some Hell comes out tomorrow. You're going to have to wait on a rock. But that's probably my favorite song in the project. Man. I got to have Hardy back on the podcast. We left some stories out on accident. Um, last time. There's some there's some pretty good stories, and, and his dad has some great ones as well. Um, maybe I have Hardy and his dad come on, because... They're both rednecker than you, for sure. Wow. Okay, let's get on to the interview. Matt D'Elia, this is Just Being Earnest. Cue the tunes. We'll see ya. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Whoever got in on Zoom early is making a shit ton of money, for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, this uh, is like there's like a few like areas where fucking like Amazon and Zoom, like some companies has made a killing off of this shit and everything yes. else is like everything everybody else, else is fucked. Dude, my brother is uh he just turned 21 yesterday and he's getting into financing and whatnot. And he thinks uh-huh. he thinks he's not like a conspiracy theorist by any means. He's just like looking at it and thinks that Amazons of the world will be world leaders in 30 yeah. years now more so than like government and politics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's almost, it's on the way to that. I wouldn't call him that fucking, I wouldn't say that's too outlandish of a, of a thought to have, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, he, he's me and him are both adopted from different families. So I'm, I'm the out, I'm the outside of the box. One of our family, he's like really good right. at school. So for him to have an opinion <laughs> like that, we both grew up in the church of Christ too. So like, uh Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. dude. Uh-oh. Grow up in the Southern Church of Christ, like church three times a week. Three times a week? Yeah, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, we had to go. So two times on Sunday, that's wild. Holy shit. Yeah, you pretty much had time to watch like the second half of a Titans game and maybe take a nap. And then, you had to go, <laughs> then you had to go back to church. Wow, dude. I can't even. I honestly, I mean, I went to church once a week when I was really little, but fuck, twice a week? That would have been, that would have been gruesome. What denomination, though? Catholic. Dude, I went to a Catholic funeral this year. It's my first experience with mm. uh, Catholic church at all. And like Church of Christ, there's like some ritual stuff. Like, yeah. But Catholic, I feel like Catholic church is like one long ritual. 
Yeah. Like not like heartfelt. There's like at least some, some sermons or, uh, some part of church. Sorry. I didn't even mean to get on a church topic. With dude, you. you know, I'm, you know, I'm uh, good with that. Uh, yeah. But, but like church in a church of Christ setting, yes, yeah, feels super like I'm not into it because it's very judgy and rule based. But mm-hmm. when I went to a Catholic funeral, I was like, there's no emotion in this at mm-hmm. all. It's just like no. going through the motions for sure. It's very, um, it's very old. You know, Catholicism is very old and there was not much uh, moving around or any sort of like going outside of the lane that you're supposed to be in. And it's, it's all about like, this is this part, that is that part. And everything is just fucking, I mean, you can imagine it being a kid at a church service like that is just a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, also the, I remember being in church and they telling us like, we were probably 11, 12 years old and the preacher telling the church, the percentage of kids that are likely to be done with church when like they mm. graduate high school or whatever. And that number is substantially higher than what he had anticipated. <laughs> like none yeah. of my friends from youth group go back to church anymore. Yeah. Yeah. At the time I'm assuming that rate accelerated and, and hopefully we'll fucking continue to. Yeah. Dude, coronavirus has killed church, which it yeah. might be the only, it might be one of the better things that's happened because church is no longer a thing. I know one one end you had the movie theaters, which ruins my soul, and then the other end you had church, which so it kind of balances that out. Like church being ruined is okay with me, and movie theaters being ruined is not okay with me. But you know. yeah, that's okay. Like, what is how does that affect? Because I know you direct and write, right? Yeah, yeah. So what? Where is the movie industry going then? Because yeah, obviously theaters is a thing of the past for now. Yeah, I mean movie theaters are okay. So movie theaters film exhibition, meaning like seeing a movie in a group in any setting has already been so much on a decline just because of like VOD and streaming and so many different places you can get content way better in home technology, way better TVs, everything. Sure. So that shit's already been on the way out for a while. This to me, I don't want it to be, but it does seem to me like a, a nail in the coffin of theaters. I think theaters will exist in the sense of like, there'll be, sort of like a high end experience where you'll Which be they were like, moving to, they were moving yes, to that anyways. Exactly. So yeah, I think it'll yeah. be like really, really, really nice seating meals served throughout, but it'll be like, you know, 50 to a hundred bucks a ticket. So it's going to move even further into like, if you can afford it, you can do it. It'd be a novelty which, to go see a movie. Exactly. Which right. I think ch- might change, might change the kinds of movies that get made. I don't know if like, catering to a certain audience because they know that's the only person that's going to see it in a theater might make the movies more one way or the other. I don't even know, but it's, it's definitely the things that can be made now because also production is fucked because if you have 10, 12 people, even that that's a tiny number, but that many people on a set wearing masks, even whatever you can't distance, you're touching all the same stuff. You got to wear gloves. Then actors obviously can't be masked unless it's like specifically about that. And so you got to test, like I got a lot of my friends and, and some of my family are in television, which I've never really worked in TV, but TV is like, you're, you're around the same people for like 20 to 25 weeks. Right. So you're, you're, you're really talking about like testing three times a week. And, yeah. and also with a movie, cause say on a movie, it's six weeks, right? You're all in one place. You can quarantine for that long. You can make sure everybody stays among people that they've also been around so nobody gets it and brings it in. 
on a show, that's more like just anybody going to a job and coming home and in and out, right? like any other job, you know? And so those, I don't know how TV is even going to come back at all. They're starting to come back and do it. I just think the first few times that that stuff starts to spread around, people are going to be like, we can't do this. You yeah. Know? Yeah, dude, it, it is. It's wrecking. I mean, the music industry is not the same at all. Like shows, there's like artists right. trying to play freaking drive-in shows, which is a yeah. lame for an audience member and aim lame as an artist. Like, yeah. Playing to a spaced out crowd is like playing to an empty room. Sucks. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's gotta be weird. I mean, shows, live shows are like, that's gonna be the last thing that comes back. Yeah. And it's like, it's, I was on tour up until the end of February and like, uh-huh. I was supposed to be on tour now with Sam Hunt and how like, uh-huh. how mentally prepped I was for that. And then me yeah. and Delaney, me and Delaney went to the islands, come back, quarantine lockdown. And now it seems like, like playing shows seems foreign and of the past. And like, yeah, it really seems like it's not going to happen. That's so odd, man. That is so, that's so odd. Cause you just think about five months ago, we weren't even thinking about any of this stuff. And now no. we're starting to say things and, and, and think things like, is this ever even going to be a thing again? And if it is, how different is it going to be than what it was? You know? Yeah. I don't think, the idea of masks is going to leave anytime soon. Like yeah, I feel I like we're just living in whatever contagion movie that was. I know forever. I know it's a weird, slow, boring one of those movies too, because the results aren't immediate. They're not like most people don't really feel anything when they get it. On the other end, you got people just like obviously certain kind of people really get hit hard with it. It's 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 a kind of thing that is just it's slow and confusing, and I think it's just it's touching on every industry, the arts, everything, you know, it's, yeah. it's very, very strange time. Yeah. Um, last thing on that, but like, so my wife Delaney does graphic design and all that stuff and music videos. Um, and she has not skipped a beat of work since, yeah. and she prefers to be at home by herself with the dog. So it's like, right. she, she's built for quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but everybody, I mean, everybody I know, a lot of my social friends who are just bar goers in downtown Nashville, yeah, yeah, they're losing yeah. their minds. Yeah, yeah. I had What's my that? day. I mean, I used to social, I used to go out all the time. I used to drink a lot. I'm lucky that I don't now because now I mainly, I do work from home. I'm a writer generally. That's how I make most of my money. And that actually, I had a couple jobs during quarantine, but, but in general, it's like animation is going to be probably okay. You're going to see a lot more of that. And probably you'll see a lot more like maybe not independent, but smaller movies with smaller casts that are more like single area, more contained. Anything contained is probably going to be the kind of shit you're going to see in terms of movies. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, hey, first of all, thanks for getting on Just Be in Earnest. I'm just for sure. I'm I'm starting up with the podcast thing. Uh, Love your podcast Uh, from day one, like just getting opposite views and having a conversation is yeah. Is awesome to me because um, now I'm, you know, anytime I have dinner with my parents, it's pretty much that type of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, have you, have you, like, would you consider yourself confrontational in any way? Like, do you like, or just starting tough conversations? Have you always been that way? Or do you see that being fit to be a good podcast? What, what, uh, what sent you that I, direction? I think the thing that started me off in that direction was I would look out, because I've always, I've always liked podcasts. And I like listening to all different kinds. But what I would find was that there was, there was 
there was like heavy duty intellectual conversations going on that I'm very interested in. Then there's like really silly dumb shit that I'm interested in too. And never really would, would they blend very much. Yeah. And so for me, I started to think like, probably like me, there are a lot of people out there who are interested in these bigger ideas and bigger conversations, but are not like myself by nature, an academic. I'm not steeped in anything like that, but I'm still interested. And so, you know, it felt like there was a space that I could occupy that was what I personally wasn't finding out there. So, so that's kind of the broader idea of where I started. And then with the, with the idea of like bringing people on who I disagree with, that was kind of like, I, my sense is in the, the nature of conversation. Now the soundbite little clips, everybody's always trying to like get gotcha, you know, like get people argue and win the argument. But in my experience, whether you win an argument or not, everyone who already disagreed with you still is going to disagree. They're going to disagree. Everyone who agrees with you is still going to agree with you. It doesn't matter who wins the argument. What matters is having actual conversation. And so changing the lens through which, like if I have a flat earther on, I'm not going to be like, Hey, you fucking idiot. What's wrong with your brain? (laughs) I'm going to be like, why do you think that shit? And I don't care what you think. And I don't want to change your mind at all. I just think I might learn something if I understood more about why you think that thing. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. You're having conversations more people should be fucking having instead of just absolutely hating the opposite side, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's dope. Me and Delaney listen to your podcasts, and that's cool, man. That's our that's our coffee drive. Um, nice. I want to I want to get you to talk about. So, um, I guess I have a pretty much a country music following. So that's one uh-huh. side of it. That's one of that's one of the spectrum. But like, let us know about the Church of K, dude. Because once that started, Delaney Delaney, uh, I get K'd all the time. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I get low key annoyed sometimes. We we'll be on the way to breakfast. I'll say some dumb shit and just. K, yeah, and I was like, yeah, God yeah. damn, dude! When, when, if K couldn't get worse, now it's as in, <laughs> in my life. Well, Tell the people about the Church of K. All uh, right, yeah. So the the K, the the, the origination of K <clears throat> was actually via text because it was anytime I would get receive the text with just the letter K, I would be like, that's so fucking dismissive and rude. It's the worst. And then just okay is like kind of hard to read. It's so bland and boring, but K A Y it's like anytime someone would spell it out for me, I'd be like, it's not passive aggressive. It's like <laughs> pleasant. It's like a nice way to say, I heard you and like move Thanks on for contributing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, but then it, it sort of evolved into a means, a way of sort of like when you're, when someone says something that you aren't, either into or you find annoying or whatever, I found that starting to say K and knowing I spell it that way, like <laughs> visualizing K-A-Y, yep. saying it that way, it like, it blunted and sort of like made pleasant the annoyance. It kind of like deadened it, you know what I mean? So like yes. now it's just like anything and it's now because I say it so much, it's like second nature. So anytime, anything, like I'll be watching TV alone. And somebody will say something dumb, I'll be like, okay, you know, and it, it provides like a breezeway for it to just come in and go straight oh, out, you know, yeah. dude, it, it's so good. It is, it is all, it is in my life all the time. 
I do it. Yeah. And I think it's, it's easy. It is easy. And it feels yeah. good to say. Yeah. It does feel good to say. Yeah. It really does. Okay. Glad to hear you say. Okay. Yeah. A exactly. quick one, dude. Just the, quick. The quick one's where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I agree um, with that. Yeah. When you watch movies, because you post you post the best clips from the most obscure mo- movies, <laughs> why, why, are you, why, why are you watching these movies? What's All right. The- so the reason generally that I watch all movies, those movies, whatever, is that I have, I, I, I've always had sort of a problem with the idea that there's no way I'll ever see every movie. Like that sort of has always haunted me from even like when I was a kid. So just in general, I try to see as much shit as I, as I can, but also the more you watch, the more weird zones you find. And there are rabbit holes that I didn't even know existed. And this is somebody who cares about and has actually like studied movies. So it's like you almost open up a portal you don't even know existed. And that provides such joy to me that I can sit there watching something thinking, do even the people who worked on this movie remember this movie? Do you know what I mean? Like, does anyone remember this movie? Maybe not, but I'm watching it. Right. The the best thing about YouTube is that every single thing ever filmed or shot on video is there. So you can find a movie from 1987 that has like 14 views. You know what I mean? And the thing I've always said about every movie, every movie, even the worst movie, like there's maybe like 10, I could count on like one hand how many movies I've seen where there's nothing of value for me. Like even the worst movies to me, I'll glean something, even if it's like something I never want to do myself as a writer or something that I'm like, oh, that could have worked if it was just like that. It's always like, there's always going to be a, just the one thing where you're like, oh, fuck, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? And yeah. so in a sense, the more obscure in a way, the more, the, the, in, a, in a very plain, straightforward way, it's like, if it's more obscure, I can steal from it and not feel so bad about it because it's like, no one will fucking know anyway, you know? Yes. There's, that's like, that's, that's producing rap beats. Yeah. Going, grabbing, go. grabbing vinyls and going through the most yeah. obscure ass old jazz. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Well, you find great clips. Um, what was that? I was going to say, Oh yeah. What's, what is the movie? Uh, guy on a Buffalo. What fucking movie is that guy on a Buffalo? You know what I'm talking about? The oh, old dude riding is- a Buffalo around. It's like, in the 80s there's a fucking, oh my god there's a fucking, i remember that there's a gif from it it's the guy that's I, like, seen, I remember that when oh, i was a kid though yeah on a buffalo yeah what is that <laughs> what is that that's uh was it a show though was it a show or a movie i, I let's see guy on a oh, buffalo. No, 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 no. buffalo oh, yeah. movie hold on and oh wow just, there's shirts there's shirts for it and buffalo rider yeah 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 this guy yeah, I remember that dude for sure. That guy rules. Yeah, I don't really have no. anything to say about it other than just that guy's, got, that guy's got merch, dude. I'm gonna buy one of those shirts right now. Yeah, I think I'll probably I'll probably have to get one of those too. I'll probably oh, yeah. name- Buffalo Rider is gonna be the name of this podcast. That's a good. That's good. That's very good. Yeah. Um. Well, look, I'll let you go. I'm writing a song right now too. Um. I'm gonna get back to that. Thank you for Hell having yeah. on. Of course, dude. Thanks for asking me, man. This was fun, dude. You're, we've been talking for a while, and it's good to finally meet you face-to-face like this. Yeah, Yeah, same. And I, uh, for everybody listening, Matt D'Elia's Confused is the podcast. Go check it out. Eat your hearts out. Uh, I'll holler at you. Have a good one, bro. Thanks, my man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, see ya. Just want to say thank you all again for listening 
to just be in earnest. Um, this has been awesome. This has been fun for me. I hope y'all are having a good time following the pod. This is season one. I'm going to do a few more episodes and take a couple weeks off. Um, I'm going to lose 65 pounds in those two weeks. I'm going to come back a new man. We're going to upgrade the podcast a little bit uh, when we come back with season two. New exciting guest. Maybe have some of the same guests come back on if y'all would like that. Um, but yeah, season one of Just Be in Earnest is nearing the end, and y'all can say you were here for the beginning of something that's going to be so massive that we're going to need our own office building. I'm calling that right now. All right, y'all go have a decent day. Hope it's raining. Bye. Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest.